Parenting teens is hard. Parenting teens in crisis is even harder, and we live in a culture that is really good at hiding. You know, we keep these struggles tucked in real tight around us, and so when something happens in our families that's tough and maybe even a little embarrassing, we feel like we're all alone. I promise you that you're not alone but you definitely need a place where you can be a part of honest conversations that give a voice to the challenges you're facing. A place that normalizes the hard that we have to walk through with our teenagers. So I'm inviting you to join us on this path towards healing where we'll discuss topics that drive out shame and teach us how to navigate the emotions and uncertainty that come with parenting a teenager facing the juvenile court system. This twice monthly podcast is presented by Pathways to Hope Network and we strive to do all of that while honoring the unyielding love a mother has for her child. Today we're kind of talking about how holidays are tough They're hard. When you have anything hard going on in your family during the holidays, whether that's a spouse that's sick or a loved one who just recently parted and this is your first time without them, or, you know, if you have a a teenager or one of your kids, no matter how old they are, that's in crisis, the holidays are really tough. And I think that part of the reason why it's so hard is because we have these memories, you know, these deeply ingrained memories in our mind of how things used to be. Memories of shopping for Christmas presents for our kids and trying to pick the very best thing and making something special for them and presents under the tree and creating all of those memories and all of that. It took work and time and dedication, but it had meaning and significance behind it and it was impactful. And so when we get to the holidays and things are less than ideal, whether that's you you having a child that's currently incarcerated or you having a child who you're just managing from day to day, not really knowing what's going to happen next, that can be really challenging to experience with the holiday season. I think there can tend to be, for moms, we feel this conflicting emotion between wanting to continue to participate in all of that and simultaneously wanting to retreat from all of it. Because in those moments, you feel the absence of what was for so many years. And then also sometimes we have moms who feel guilty for celebrating. So if you do have a child that's incarcerated and you're going to have to do Christmas without them, even if we know that their choices and their actions got them to where they were or where they are, it still makes it really hard. Your heart is still missing them. They are still a part of your family and you feel the absence of them. And so it feels wrong to go ahead with all the Christmas traditions. There's there's a lot of conflicting emotions that are happening during the holiday season. And I think the first thing I kind of wanted to talk about is that this season right now is a gift. And I know it doesn't seem like that to you because nothing really feels like a gift in life right now, but it is. It's a gift 
for you to kind of stop and pause and think about what is important. I think part of the holiday season, the reason that it's so special and magical and and that we we crave that time every year is because it really does make you stop and focus on the things that are important. And so this is time for you to really experience and intentionally seek out moments of peace for yourself, quiet time to reflect and to think, stepping away from the chaos. And I know it feels like the chaos is following you everywhere. It's hard to step away from it, but really being intentional about, I need to step away from this and give yourself kind of just moments of peace and and quiet time and grace at how good you're doing because you're doing really, really good. Nobody ever imagines that this is the life that they're going to be living with their kid. And if you are here and you're plugged into a podcast and you're trying to figure out how to do it better, you're doing pretty freaking amazing, okay? So stop being so hard on yourself. Have time set aside to think about the gift of this season, thinking about what are those things that are important, you know, when you start to boil life down and can look past like, well, the grades and he's getting in trouble or he was arrested or, or you know, she's keeps skipping school or whatever it is that's going on in your child's world, their behavior, what's really important about them to you? Like, what are really the important things, you know, their, their health and their safety? Like, what are the things that if something were to happen to them, you would regret that they never knew that you didn't say enough of? Like, really thinking about how we want to show up based on what's important. And so making sure that you are having time for that. Also, There's so many functions, activities that come up, you know, friends have holiday parties, you have family probably that you gather with, maybe there's office parties that happen, maybe there's a fundraiser you always go to, there's going to be these kind of obligations that pop up. And so get used to feeling good about setting boundaries. Like right now, you are in triage mode, like you, you've got a lot going on. And so (laughs) You can release yourself from the obligation of feeling like you need to be present at every single function. Otherwise, what will people think? Or I don't want to upset anybody or hurt anybody's feelings. This season, remember, is about what's important. And right now, taking care of yourself is important. So if you feel like you want to attend that office party, it would be a good distraction for you. You should go. If you feel like if I go to Aunt Betty's Christmas dinner, everybody's going to ask me, how's Jake doing? How's John doing? You know, fill in your kid's name. And I'm going to have to lie and smile and say, oh, everything's good, or I'm going to have to tell the truth. And that feels overwhelming to you. Pass this year. Just pass. You know, this year has been a struggle for you. 
And I'm sure that everybody in your life will be just fine if you just let them know, hey, I'm not sure I'm going to make it this year. You know, I've got some stuff going on. I'll try and work it out if I can, but don't have to set a place for me or anything. Just release that burden from yourself and you can arrange like a coffee date with them one-on-one ahead of time or you can be like, hey, you know, maybe do you want to come over for dinner another time or or just drop off some cookies beforehand. We're just like, hey, I can't stay, but I wanted to swing by and, you know, Merry Christmas and so that you feel like you did something or do nothing. Just say, I'm not going to make it this year and let it be that. But whatever you do, just think about whether or not you feel ready for it. So like identify your readiness and then just do what feels right to you. Stay in and have a movie night or just go to the movie theater by yourself and enjoy a movie and some popcorn. Or if you decide you're going to go, don't beat yourself up over, should I take the kids? Should I not take the kids? If you don't want to take the older kids because it's craziness and you're not in a place where you want to deal with it because there might be some drama that comes out of the situation, leave them behind. It's fine. You can go away for a couple of hours and everything will be okay. If you want to take them, then take them with you. But whatever happens, no guilt. We don't want to be holding on to guilt. Grief does not take a vacation during the holidays. And it's going to be really normal during this next month for you to experience some positive feelings and some negative feelings, maybe all within the same minute. You might just feel a whoosh of it all of a sudden. Whatever happens, I think if you can try to just allow them to be what they are in the moment without trying to justify them, without trying to feel like you're somehow wrong for feeling them, if you can just allow them to be what they are, feel happy when you're happy, feel sad when you feel sad, You might be experiencing different emotions, for instance, like when you go shopping and you're thinking to yourself, like, he deserves nothing this year, you know? She does not deserve any single thing. In fact, we have spent more on court fees or, you know, whatever, whatever, or just in worry in years off our life in gray hairs, whatever it might be, like, you might be feeling that way. And that's okay. That's okay. Like, however you feel, don't just allow yourself to feel that way. You don't have to feel like, oh, I shouldn't think like that. Da, 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 da. You might get to that place on your own anyway, but just allow yourself to feel those feelings, whatever they are. I will give you one piece of advice, though, just one piece of shopping advice. And this is just my own personal experience speaking. So, Take it for what you will. But in my experience, I would say don't buy anything that's going to create a problem for you later. So if your child does not have a cell phone and they're struggling right now, getting them a cell phone is not going to help the problems. It's going to be one more point of contention in your family. So don't get them anything that could potentially create a problem for you later. If they've really been wanting an Xbox and they don't have one, or if they don't have a video game system for some reason and they want one from you, if that's going to be an issue to them getting their homework done or helping out around the house, 
if it if you could foresee it creating a problem, just skip that gift. They don't need that thing this year. They don't need it this year. It's okay. You know, get them what they need. If they wanted maybe a nice pair of shoes or something like that, you knew what shoes they wanted. Okay, fine. Get that if you want to. But only if you want to. You could just keep it like socks and underwear. Hey, buddy. Merry Christmas. You know, you're welcome. Whatever you feel like is the right thing to do. But the bottom line is you can definitely anticipate that you're going to be experiencing some difficult emotions, that that is entirely normal. And to spend some time, like I said, giving yourself those moments of peace and planning kind of out some coping skills that you're going to use to help you when those moments come up. So like I know one mom who never told her extended family what was going on with her son. He um, was arrested. He was charged. I think he may have even had to do a little bit of time. And she never got to a place where she felt like that was safe for her to disclose to her family. Like for her, it was just too painful to disclose. And so she kept it from them. And it wasn't easy. It isn't easy. But for her, that was what she needed to do to get through. And that's okay. So whatever you decide is completely okay when it comes to you know, taking your kids to events, to um, talking to family about what's going on, but you should have some type of a plan for when those emotions come up, what you're going to do. And so I wanted to give you just kind of a few suggestions for um, alternative plans that you could create because you may experience feeling some anger, maybe even some animosity towards your child that like you're having to miss out on family stuff because it feels like it's directly related to them. So sometimes when our kids are off track, it can get easy to feel bitter or fed up or just plain tired with where they are in the process of life, I guess you would call it. So when you feel that kind of creeping up, that bitterness, that anger, that um, resentment kind of for what they are currently going through that is impacting your life, which is normal um, to feel that way as a parent, sometimes it can help to create a new tradition. So um, if you start to feel yourself like feeling resentful or getting upset about something with your child that you're missing out on, using that as an opportunity to create a new experience for the both of you. One of the ideas I really like is the idea of burning regrets on a bonfire. So you could do this, you know, in a fire pit, but um, writing out the things that you regret for the year, just taking some time to slow things down and say, you know, hey, I'd like for you to come. I'd like for you to come out to the backyard and just hang out with me for half an hour tomorrow. Give them kind of advance notice at this time, whatever, if they're willing to kind of come along with you. And go sit outside and start a fire and say, I just thought we would spend a couple minutes kind of writing down what are the things that we regret and just burning them in bonfire and putting them behind us this year and kind of walking away from everything that's happened and moving forward. And opening up the idea of doing something like that with them, 
it gives you an opportunity to kind of talk about what are some of those regrets that came up and don't go deep, like just allow it to be what it is. Don't try to get into like, well, why do you think that happened? Don't go into that mode. But just as an as a way as two people who happen to be mother and child releasing some of the stuff, the bad stuff that's happened, the regrets, and you will have regrets also, and it's good for them to see you're human, to be able to say, like, I regret that time that called you a name, or I was so mad that I screamed at you, or whatever, whatever it might be for you. It's going to look different for each person, but it gives you opportunities to have those conversations because they will have regrets, you'll have regrets. So that's kind of fun. It's uh, burn regrets in a bonfire. The other thing is to spend some time in the same way, like make some ornaments with each other, you know, get like a little wood block ornament or anything from Hobby Lobby and think about like what your one word wish is for the new year, whatever theirs is, like it doesn't matter. I mean, it's likely not going to be something profound and deep, right? It's like going to be whatever new shoe or an iPhone 14, or it's going to be something like that, probably shallow, but that's okay. Just giving them an opportunity to write what their one word, uh, one word wish would be for the new year and kind of having that moment together. The other thing that you could do is just volunteer together or, you know, do some kind of service project for charity. You could bake and just take stuff to the neighbors, just doing something that you can incorporate them even on a piece of it on. Like maybe they're not going to want to go around the neighborhood, but like they're down to help you bake a chocolate cake if they get a piece of it or something. So just kind of creating those moments because I think in our lives right now, that's what we're feeling the giant void from is missing those connection opportunities that we have with our child. So if you have a child that is incarcerated this holiday season, creating those moments, you know, maybe you talk to them on the phone and you say, hey, I was going to make an ornament for you. What's your one word wish? And then you can show them a picture of it. Or what are your regrets? I'm going to burn them in a bonfire. And maybe you could take a picture and send it or show a video or something. So those are just kind of some ideas. The main, I think, idea is just to try and find ways of alleviating sadness by bringing out joy. It's a whole lot easier to make sadness go away when you try to bring out joy than it is to just make sadness go away for the sake of making sadness go away. So alleviate sadness by bringing out joy. And I think just to wrap up, I would say there's no right or wrong way to do the holiday season. Just remove all the pressure from yourself. This is a unique year. You will not have another year that's like this one ever again. It's going to be different in some way, shape, or form. So remove the pressure from yourself to make everything perfect this holiday season. It is going to be what it's going to be, and that's okay. Don't do more than you want to do. And do what feels good. Do what feels good for you. And if you're struggling with what you can incorporate with them, get some ideas from them. Get their input. Maybe you'll create a playlist together of like your favorite songs or maybe maybe they'll have some ideas of what to do. Maybe they'll want to do a TikTok video with you. Whatever it is, just have the experience for the sake of having the experience because they're still good memories that you can make even when things aren't good right now. 
I hope that this is still helpful for the upcoming season. I wish you the very best holiday season. I know that it's not perfect. I know that it's hard. Search for the joy in buying someone a cup of coffee or uh, picking up an eggnog latte while you're at Target next time or anything that you need to do to give back to yourself because you are very needed, mama. You're very needed and this this can't happen without you. So you got to take care of you too, okay? Okay, friends. Well, that wraps it up for this week. I really hope that you found this information helpful and that it served you in some way today. In complete transparency, I want you to know that I am not in any way, shape, or form an expert in the field of parenting. No, you're not going to find any fancy initials after this name. In fact, You know, I'm just a mom like you who had to navigate some really tough experiences with my teenage kids. And in my own desperate need for hope and healing in my family and in my life, I've spent a lot of time and energy researching and referencing all the things because if there is one thing I have learned, it's that we're stronger together. Your ratings and reviews mean so much. In fact, they can make or break a podcast. So if you found this information helpful today, would you take 60 seconds to subscribe, rate, and review? It would mean so much to the mama who hasn't found us yet and to me. Oh, and don't forget to check out Pathways to Hope Network's website, And be sure to subscribe. Each week, we send out one to two messages that are designed to encourage and equip you as you find your path towards hope and healing. You can also find us on Facebook and Instagram. Pathways to Hope Network is a nonprofit organization with a mission to serve families with children in the juvenile court system. And we do that by providing cost-free support, resources, and community. The link will always be in the show notes below. Remember, you were never meant to go through this alone.